You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me. What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to Ten Tell Places, a theater podcast. My name is Aaliyah Gardner. And before we get into our conversation for today, I just wanted to do a quick preface. Um, this is strictly an open conversation between me and a very good colleague of mine about our personal experiences as black people in the theater community. So if you are interested in supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, which I really recommend that you should be, there will be resources um, linked in our um description for you guys to check out um, some different resources to support the Black Lives Matter movement. But without further ado, let's jump into our conversation, Performing While Black. Okay, welcome back. I am sitting down with local actor Joseph Fagan, my very first guest. Hello, Mr. Joseph. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling great. You're feeling great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, before we jump into our conversation for today, I just wanted to chat about you and basically uh, tell everybody about yourself. Uh, What do you, how do you know me? What do you do? You know, the the huge. Okay, so I was born in Georgia. Um, was part of a military family, so we moved around a lot. Um, how I met Aaliyah in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we both went to the same high school for Shout out West my Port. final three years. Yeah. Westport. <laughs> um, and then what I do? I work at a children's gym, um, so that's pretty fun. Um, I get to spend my days with children, so that's fun. Um, and I think that's that's really it. <laughs> yeah. What do you do for fun? What I do for fun? Um, I like to play games. Um, I like to sing. Um, and whenever Sky Zone is open, I like trampolines. So I like going to Sky Zone sometimes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. Just as an actor as well. So yeah. he is uh, pretty active in the community or he's trying to because he just recently got to Virginia not too long ago but he has been in productions like uh, Rent a little show that I'm I'm sure none of you guys have heard of before (laughs) Um, he was Roger in Rent and I got had the pleasure of being able to see it and he did incredible um, and yeah, he was a Tauntaun Julian in a production of Once on This Island back at our high school. Um, 
the mouse trap. What was your character? Your, what was your character's name? Um, Christopher Wren. Christopher Wren yes. in the mouse very trap. oddball guy. Yes, <laughs> and um, he's been kind of out and about doing miscellaneous um, like shows and cabarets and stuff. He sung with me before. I've been very grateful <laughs> but um but yes he's he's a great actor and everything and i thought that he was a perfect candidate to chat about um what's been going on in the community and in the world quite frankly because uh of course if you've been li living under a rock there's been a lot of um issues with the police and um people of color lately well not lately you already know this as well but um just a lot of um, police brutality uh, towards people of color and racial injustice has been really prominent in the news lately. And it's always been around, but it's because of, of course, um, George Floyd's death, as I'm sure you guys all know about. Uh, he was murdered by a police officer because the police officer was arresting him and kneeling on his neck for about eight minutes and he died because of suffocation. So, needless to say, the conversation has been open for a lot of people who haven't necessarily been speaking out about the injustices against black people, but a lot of people don't necessarily know this as well, but it's not only in the community, but in the theater community as well. It's very prominent in the theater community, so I wanted to go ahead and jump into the conversation about our personal experiences in the community. Um, is there anything in particular that you'd like to share um, about like what you've been through uh, in the community or your personal experience? I'm trying to think. Um, I haven't had a lot of terrible experiences being a black person in theater, um, but I, I've had situations where um, I'll have friends who are auditioning for shows and they don't want to because the characters seem like there should be white people um, and that friend is a black person so they don't think they should audition. Um, and even with being Roger, my director would always tell me like, we have to make you so good, so likable so that when people see you and they're like, oh, he's a black Roger, they, it will like, go away. When they're like, wow, he's talented. I didn't so, know that. That's crazy. Yeah. So it was like, she, she made it very, because my director's black, so she was, she knew of like what would happen with me being Roger. Mm -hmm. um, so that was that. Um, wow. And then I, I think that's, that's really it. I mean, yeah, I don't really think that there's really been, I mean, don't get me wrong, I haven't really seen very many productions or photos of productions of of Rent before, but I really don't there's a type. know. There's, yeah, there's a very particular type, like got white guy, tall, skinny, scraggly hair, rock mm. star voice. Like yeah. it's very, and then here comes Joseph, one of the best singers in the show, um, who just happens to be a black person. And he was pretty much the ideal candidate for uh, the show. So, I mean. That's that's crazy though. I didn't even think about mm -hmm. that. Because I don't really, I don't know if there's been any, like, uh, black people who've played Roger before. Not that, that I can I think of. of off the top of my head. Um, I know for my director, she was in Rent like way before. I don't know mm -hmm. when, but mm -hmm. um, I think their Mark was black, um, and he got a lot of 
backlash from that community. Oh, like, really? Oh my gosh, a black mark. That's like, mm. um, and like they had to have conversations like that cast or those directors with him. Like, do you still want to do the show? Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel about it? And he would always be like, yeah, sure. Um, oh, wow. So yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't. I don't think. I don't think people really thought negatively of me being Roger mm-hmm. um, that I know of. So. Um, and most people seem to enjoy it. So. Yeah, which is great because, I mean, it's... I mean, we'll chat about this a little bit further on in our conversation, but I think it's it's important to just let your talent speak for itself rather mm-hmm. than, like, you walking out and seeing people saying, like, ooh, like, what? Like, yeah. he's... Or seeing your headshot, if there were headshots in the program, I don't remember, but, mm-hmm. like, seeing your picture, say, ooh, like, what? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, um, luckily you haven't had any like serious issues with being a person of color in the community or anything but um i know personally it started for me in elementary school because um you already know this but i was obsessed with cinderella loved cinderella wanted to be cinderella and there was a point in one of my classes where I said, yeah, I want to be, I can't wait to audition for Disney World because I want to be Cinderella. And of course, well, Disney World, they weren't trying to shoot me down. It was really just them being kids. They didn't know. Disney World, of course, you have to be, you have to look like the character, period. Uh, I could be a very great Tiana, but for for Disney World, it's very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I have a very good rebuttal for this a little bit later. But um, it's a it, then it was very particular. Like you have to look a certain way to be the princess. You have to be look like the princess, look like a cartoon character, mm-hmm. basically. And of course, when I said that, a lot of my friends said, "No, you can't do that because your skin is brown." Or you like Cinderella? Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no princesses. Maybe you could be Princess Jasmine because at the time there was no. Um princess tiana there was no black princess so and i mean it ended up moving into high school when um i was in my theater class and everything and i was the only black girl in the class of course a very active black person in the uh theater club or whatever you want to call it in school but um when i first auditioned for um our what do you call it like our district showcase or district competition exactly exactly so i sang my song i sang um gorgeous from the apple tree if anybody knows that song but it's a kristen chenoweth sang that song and Mm. it's a very uh, like soprano song and um yeah and i did i think i did it to the best of my ability as a freshman can but um and almost immediately afterwards uh, my class applauded me and they said wow I love your voice I can't wait to hear sing, you sing I'm songs here. like I'm <laughs> here from the color purple or um, any like I don't know any other song that's originally sung by a black person mm-hmm. and immediately I thought did you not just hear my voice <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm a soprano I was raised in the suburbs I was brought up singing mm-hmm. A certain way. Some people are brought up with very soulful voices, and that just was not me. It just, it just isn't. It isn't me. Period. Mm-hmm. So, of course, like in the moment, I didn't want to offend anybody or immediately shut them down. Like I kind of just say, "Oh, like thanks. Uh, I'll look at. I'll look into it. Mm-hmm. Listen to the song for the first time." I said, "Hell no! I'm not <laughs> singing this song. Are you kidding?" But not just I'm here, but like whatever yeah. other songs that they were suggesting. Um, 
and then it trickled into my senior year of course it was it was it was it would come in in uh, pieces here and there throughout my high school career but it was very prominent in my senior year when um I was auditioning again for I was getting ready to audition again for the district competition and my teacher no offense to her that I love her very much but she recommended random black girl from uh what's the show called uh, homemade fusion it's like if I'm not mistaken the show is kind of like a songs for a new world type yeah. of show like kind of just like songs mm -hmm. but like they all come together or whatever um, I'm not super familiar with the show yeah. but um I did sing the song and to be honest I really put on a happy face throughout the whole audition process because I was incredibly uncomfortable the whole time I hated it I hated everything about me singing the song the song was a great song it was very funny but it just wasn't me I wanted to sing uh you I don't know if you've heard the song but um uh what's the song uh, a song from edges mm -hmm. pretty similar one of those like song yeah. cycle shows um but I wanted to sing a song from edges and it was a really funny song and it was really good and I I had it and mm -hmm. uh I think it wasn't my teacher, but it was another, a colleague uh, who was like, oh, well, that song is sung a lot or whatever. Yeah. You should sing this song. And of course, I was I said, OK, mm -hmm. um, but I ended up getting an excellent on it, which is I don't know, I guess like, OK, <laughs> um, superior uh, critics choice is the highest that you can get, which is basically like you will be representing your your troop at the uh, state competition. But uh, I mean, excellent is fine, but I think that they could tell, I don't know, that I was just, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> just yeah. kind of getting through it. Um, I luckily did not go through that experience in high school. Good. Good for you. Because no one knew I could sing until my senior year of high school because I couldn't sing mm. until my senior year of high school. Oh, my. Could you <laughs> imagine? emphasize that point. Yeah. Um, could you imagine if they knew that you were, like, a singer or if you were as good? Because you didn't, you didn't come out of the womb singing high notes. Mm -hmm. it, that's just not it. You had to work for the voice that you have now. But can you imagine if you were singing the way that you're singing now in, like, your junior year? Like the songs that they would be pressing you to sing. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Oh my god. But it's it's weird. It's really funny because like even um like with my friend group up at the time in high school, mm -hmm. um for me it was never really like a um oh you should sing like um what's run and tell that from yeah Paris run Play. and tell that or it was it was always like a, just a random one it was songs that are too high I, was mm -hmm. like, I can never sing Tenor this like, songs yeah like um some song from Hades Town and that guy's uh -huh. like all falsetto voice mm -hmm. and I was like mm. I was like I don't know who you think I am but I'm not I'm not saying that one it's funny um but the the thing for me more was um because. People would, uh, at least people I was really close with, would hear me like practice certain songs or practice certain like whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it would be like, for me at least, it would be like, oh, we know Joseph can like act this way. Or I wasn't a very, I'm not a very angry person. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like, um, a good example is I would just talk about like the show Normal Heart. Mm -hmm. um, and be like, I think I could be really good as, um, I think his name is Ned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the guy who like, does that monologue that you yeah. like a lot. Okay. Uh, um, and I was like, wow, I think I can do really good at him. But it was like, hmm, 
Yeah, maybe. I yeah. don't know. Like, it was just like a, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can do that role. Appre- immediately apprehensive yeah. for, like, no reason. Mm-hmm. Or I'd be like, oh, I feel like I can do um, uh, Bear is a show that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter, I believe is his name. Um, he played Sings Role of a Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I was, I've always been like, oh, yeah, I would do really good as Peter. And mm-hmm. it was like, mm, I, I don't think you can. <laughs> like, maybe you would be good as, like, Jason or man, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thanks. It's, it's just, and it's not even. This is why it's so important that this movement is happening because at this point, it's just really important to educate people who are not people of color. Mm-hmm different way like microaggressions that yeah. that's a just little things here and there even if you're not po- like i hate black people mm-hmm. you are still being racist mm-hmm. <laughs> and now a racist calling somebody a racist is a very bold statement and bold thing to say because like that's a, a very big allegation that you're putting against them mm-hmm. but you are racist if you if you do not think that this black person can sing this song or be this actor or yeah. be this character or whatever mm-hmm. which brings me into my next point all of these performers that um i highly recommend people looking into because they really kind of paved the way for Performers and I, of course, I, I could sit here and talk about like our Haley Kilgore and our um, Jelani Aladdin, if that's how you say his name. Or I could talk about them all day, but these are kind of lesser-known individuals that I would love to chat about. So, um, Joseph, feel free to jump into your first person. One of my idols is a wonderful, wonderful woman by the name of Cynthia Revo. Um, and if you have never heard her sing mm. or watched her perform, the disrespect. You're, you're really doing a <laughs> disservice to yourself, like for real. Um, I, so, okay. I kind of a backstory of how I like discovered Cynthia Revo. Um, so there was this movie called Beyond the Lights, um, which is a movie about two, um, a love story between two black people. Um, awesome. so that's a good movie to check out. It's a really good movie. <laughs> Um, but, um, she made this song or wrote this song for like the end of the movie, um, that's called fly before you fall. Um, and I heard that song in middle school, I believe. And I was like, wow, this song's amazing without like knowing like who she was. Um, and I was just like, wow, that's so great. And then like forgot about her, um, forgot about the movie really. I was just like, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I was in high school, like my senior year of high school, um, I had a lot of library periods, so I was in the directing class that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and the teacher used, um, used to do like this um, like Broadway Wednesday thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah, so what teacher? Missingly. Oh, oh. Um, so she would show like random like, oh, wow, look, we're going to watch this person perform this that's today. So cool. um, it was like a small portion of the class, so yeah. it was uh, pretty cool. Um, but I heard Cynthia Revo um, at the Oscars, I think, mm-hmm. um, doing uh, just like stuff from, you know, they do like little yeah. bits and pieces from their show. Yeah. Um, but I heard her sing and I was like, whoa, she's great. <laughs> and I think I was like upset about something that mm-hmm. day or that in that class. And I was just, I just like all melted. I was like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. I have to like look this this woman up. 
So then I went into a hole um, on YouTube and looked up, you know, everything I could about her and was just like, wow, she's just phenomenal. Like, she's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you have never heard of her, please look her up. She. Yeah. She may change your life. She um, may. She has this... Um, Stage presence. Yeah, she has this power to... Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like whatever character that she's putting on or the emotions that she's trying to portray, you feel it. Mm-hmm. like, And you understand it and you, like, you can see the whole thought process and everything that's going on with her. Um, but she, is, she does her homework. She does, mm-hmm. like... Um, I... I was listening or watching this um, masterclass that she was doing um, and she does she would do small details as like does my character like listening to music or does my character not like listening to music Mm -hmm. like things that minute that most people wouldn't think like Mm -hmm. oh does my character like music I don't know I don't know if they do what kind of music exactly like that much character work she puts into like everything she does which makes her great. Yeah, so. I love people like that. We got to see her perform, yes, which was like incredible in Denver, Colorado, and she, she was blew the lid off of the place. Had to take her shoes off. She was for real, <laughs> I don't know if that girl was like prepared for that audience, but everybody was. It, everybody was on their feet. Every like almost after almost, almost every, every song. single song, yeah. and it, it. Oh my gosh! And we were so close to her. I feel like we could like feel the sweat dripping off of her. Like yeah. she was. But that was incredible. I feel like she could have looked at me at some point. She probably so. did. Honestly, I stood I up have, with my camera. pictures that we have that looks like she was looking at me. Because mm-hmm. I think my, you were crying at my one point. Heart. So she was probably like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she cried. Some random person gave her tissues in the audience. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, wow. This, <laughs> it was, it was like, she's just such a human. Yeah. Like, And she's such a lovely yeah. human, too. I think that was the most intimate experience that I've had with like I don't know like quote unquote a celebrity like the most intimate concert that I've ever been to it was so (sighs) you had to be there you had to be there sometimes I'll just uh, go into like deep Instagram where I'll just click on a bunch of different hashtags maybe like hashtag acting life hashtag like black performer like you know mm-hmm. you know you know <laughs> um but her name is i hope i'm pronouncing her name right uh tiana o- okoye uh, sure <laughs> i guess um but she the reason why i became obsessed with her was because i it was this beautiful picture that i showed you of her in uh, her wig and her elsa costume because she was elsa um at those live Frozen shows at the Hyperion in Disney World or Disneyland, I'm not sure. But you know like how Disney will put on, uh, the parks will put on basically the whole movie on stage, but it's like a performance. And she was Elsa and she's a person of color. And I thought that that was the coolest thing that I've ever seen because Disney, Disney did that. And Elsa's white as all hell. I just thought that that was the coolest thing ever. And she's so talented. So I highly recommend looking her up because she was also on Hairspray Live as an ensemble member. She was in a chorus line at the Hollywood Bowl. Like she's insanely talented. But at the end of the day, we really just all need to start normalizing people of color in roles that were not originated by people of color because it is not okay to consistently make 
under the breath comments about how Regina George is black or how Elsa is black or Kristoff is black. Um, all we need to do is focus on the craft and the person's talent as a whole. So please educate yourself on um, what black people and people of color have been dealing with for years because this isn't new. <laughs> None of this is new. It's been going on for a very long time. So uh, please uh, do the work and uh, support wherever you can. And Joseph, thank you so much for being on with me and chatting with me about this. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Of course, of course. So uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening and we'll hear you in the next one. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.